Now we return you to the test card and some music. Welcome to the Pilot Take 77, a weekly podcast reviewing the pilot episodes of television shows, past and present. As ever, wearing a hat, he is Jed Shepard. And that guy wearing a colourful, what, what can I call it? Shirt combination. It's almost weird. a blouse. Oh, I see what you've done. As this is the Halloween episode, you've gone for Day of the Day of the Dead, haven't you? See what I've done there, don't you? I like you've it. You've just realised. That's, that's a great shirt, by the way. Um, for those that, that don't have uh, sight to vision podcasts, um, he's wearing, Rob Jelly is wearing a yellow shirt with skull-themed guitars on it. Yeah. As per Day of the Dead. Yeah. Um, the Mayo de Cinco. Yeah. Uh, Cin- Cin- Cinco de Mayo. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's very good. But how are you? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I, I think I'm all right. Yeah, you've had a bit of a I've, troublesome week, right? It's quite a week. Um, so before I get into that, how's your week been? Okay, so you want to go that way? Okay. Yeah. Well, my well, week's well been I, feel, I feel like mine will take some explaining, oh, which I will see. lead into the episode this okay, week. Good, good. Yeah, my week's been good. Um, what have I done? So I did a panel at Comic Con yesterday. Yeah. Uh, for a werewolf movie called The Snarling. Um, and there was a. Are you into werewolves? I love werewolves. Yeah. Yeah. And there hasn't really been a great British werewolf film for a long time. Probably the last one is American Werewolf in London. There hasn't been many. So Why? Why do you think. It's like, hard just, to do werewolves. Just, is it? Yeah, just because of the, the cost of the, the, the effects to do a werewolf transformation. Yeah, but most. Most. Most sort of spectral beings of any yeah. sort or mythical creatures are pretty hard to do. Effects wise, anyway, yeah. or even makeup. So, what makes a werewolf harder? Well, if you can do zombies, and you could do that for fifty p down the pound shop, couldn't you? If you get makeup, that is there. true. Werewolves are expensive, and like it's really hard to come up with an interesting werewolf story as well. Um, but I think, yeah, I think these guys did it. Um, so it was with the director, the producer, and a bunch of the actors, and all the actors are like British TV royalty. You had. Uh, Julia Deakin, who it was in Iron Man and Partridge, and she was oh. Marsha in Spaced. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she's in the Cornetto trilogy, all of Edgar Wright's movies. Uh, she's in all of them. Then you've got uh, uh, Lawrence. I can't remember. I can't remember any of their surnames. Lawrence, he was in Doctors. Chris yep. is in The Bill. Um, who else do we have? Oh, Joel, who uh, is um, Lee in The Office. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. The boyfriend. Yep. The, the he kind of has to give up his girlfriend to um, uh, what's his name? But yeah, no, it was. I mean, great. I blank of names, isn't yeah, you? This I am the end. It's going to be a good episode, everyone. <laughs> Hold on to your hats but and your was, name badges. It, it, it was very good, and um, obviously, you're, we did that like midday. I was going to say, if this is London Comic Con, isn't it? London Comic Con. Yeah. We were there this time last yeah, year. Yeah, Kid, yeah, tons of kids, tons of kids, and, and us showing them footage of like werewolves tearing people apart. Um, but you know what? What wonderful family fun. Yeah. You've got to learn, just in case it happens, you know. Yep. Um, so, yeah, fun was happening. I'm, I'm currently wearing a, a The Snarling, Snarling T-shirt right You are now. on brand for it as well. Um, and because later on I'm going to be going to outside of London, so I've uh, had my injections, and uh, I'm going to uh, a horror maze, series of horror mazes where you have to find your way out. I'm going with a bunch of friends for someone's birthday, and uh, yeah, we've got to find a way out of the maze while not getting killed by monsters. And apparently there's a haunted tractor there too. Didn't sign up for that, Rob. I'll be honest with you. 
Yeah. I'm glad I didn't get an invite because <laughs> I'd have had to have rejected such you invites. You are welcome to come, though, if you want. No, I am okay. fine. Thank you very much. I think I might treat myself and go and watch a nice U-rated movie. Yeah, okay. Uh, I've had enough scaring this Something week. Something Disney. Yeah, probably. Um, Why, so, you're, you so, so hang on, so you're going off the scary mazes. Yes, I am. Well, and I guess in a way, I've, I've kind of already done my own version of this yeah. this week. Um, so we are, as you've noticed from the title, going to do a couple of sort of horror-ish kind of shows this week uh, for Halloween. And uh, because of that, and because of the job I do working on the radio, uh, everyone gets into the Halloween sort of mood within a few weeks of it, and therefore they put lots of events on. Mm-hmm. And there's these sort of scare experiences, horror experiences that pop up, and some of these go on throughout the year. But there's a couple of special ones happening nearby, and I've been along to do one against every bone in my body, mm-hmm. telling me, nah, not happening. Okay, so, so, so talk me through it. What so the long and short of it is I went to do a, an experience where I met Big John the Butcher. I mean, I mean stra- straight away, I just, I'm just not liking this idea already. Um, and it starts off by me being taken uh, by uh, the host of the sort of event uh, into a room, uh, taken through a curtain. And he goes, just wait in this room. By the way, this is near pitch black. Okay. Near pitch black, right? Just and you had your recorder with you as well, didn't you? Uh, it's a whole thing's been recorded For and radio, you'll be able to hear right. this on my radio show on Wednesday afternoon, on okay. Halloween, right? Yeah. So probably the day you uh, catch up with the podcast. If not, it'll be on the iPlayer as well. Um, so yeah, left in this room, it's just light enough to make out the general structure of the room, right. the little bit of furniture that's there, mm-hmm. and the fact there's a door, <laughs> ajar. Oh no! And in the room, it's so dark you can't see anything. Yeah. So I've gone through a curtain. He's going, oh, just wait here. I'll be back in a second. And he's gone, right? right? It just leaves me in this middle of this room, right? And I can barely see anything. You're I'm, staring I'm, at this I'm door, I'm still right? adjusting to the darkness. I've come from the light to the dark. So immediately it's already, it feels darker than it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm in this room and I'm like, oh, crap, there's a door, right? So immediately <laughs> back on the wall, right? Back, immediately <laughs> yeah. back to the Good wall. Man. Yeah. Better if it was a corner, but yeah, back to the well, wall's fine. Well, sort of near the corner, but the, the curtain sort of came close to the corner. So I didn't right. want to be right on top of the corner in case someone burst through the edge of the curtain. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, stood away from the curtain about six feet, yeah. but still about 10, 12 feet from the door. Good, good plan. All right? Yeah. I'm already out loud yeah. saying, I swear to God, if anyone comes through that door, I'm going to kick you straight in the face, <laughs> right? And then I hear footstep. Yeah. Drag, footstep, oh, no. drag, <laughs> footstep, drag. Yeah, someone is shuffling outside the curtain. Oh, no. So now my brain is like, think both ways, both ways. Yeah, Head's yeah, doing this, like, like a tennis match. Yeah. Like, dum, 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 <laughs> dum, 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 Will you film this? I, well, can't obviously film these things because you don't want to spoil it for right, other people. Right, right. But yeah, I, I recorded the audio, and and I promise you this now. Before shuffles, as I used to call him, um, before he came through the curtain, um. I genuinely nearly walked out. <laughs> I, my my brain and my heart got going so much in this space of about ninety seconds yeah. that I I thought no I can't do this. I genuinely can't do this because mm-hmm. I'm I'm hands up and you know I'm a proud wimp. Right, <laughs> I do not care for being scared. Right, so anyway, this voice comes through the curtain. Turn round. <laughs> not happening mate right that was my response. Yeah, yeah? just somehow, somehow turned into a proper Essex lad at this point. <laughs> not happening mate. I don't like to be seen. I was like, don't care. I just, all right, I'm not looking. Yeah, I just did that, right? Oh, I was looking straight at the curtain. Yeah, and also keep my head on the swivel for the door. Yeah. He burst through. Oh, you've seen me. Turn around. I don't like to be seen. I'm like, right, okay, I can deal with it now. I what know does he it. look like? So he's like an Igor-style character. Right, 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 Blood right, right, all right. over his face, over his lab coat. <laughs> yeah. um, he comes through. 
And I'm like, all right, I can turn around now. I know what you look like. Yeah. Yeah, I can deal with that. He's a little bit shorter than me. I thought, if we need a scuffle, I could take him, right? <laughs> this is all going on in my head, I see. Yeah, yeah. And then it gets um, gets a strip of cloth, mm-hmm. white cloth, yeah. blindfolds me. I'm back to the, I'm face to the wall and oh, now I cannot God. see anything and I'm blindfolded. Right. And he leads me off down the corridor <laughs> on my own. I've got no idea where I'm going. I've got no idea who's nearby. And then it, and I'll, I'll, just stop, I'll stop here in a second, but he sits me down in another room, what feels like a sort of hay bale, like right. a soft little like yeah, stool. Yeah. He goes, wait here, I'll be right back. So he was allowed to touch you? Yeah, no, he held my hand. So, right, so right. it was like, so hold my hand and follow okay. me. So it wasn't touching, but he was guiding me because obviously yeah, I was yeah, blindfolded yeah. in the right. dark. So it was sort of, that was all right. It seemed a bit... That seemed okay. Yeah, because like, they weren't allowed to touch you. In his no. Well, the, I guess it was consent. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like, take my hand so you can just yeah. follow me. And I was right, like, okay, right. fine. I thought, well, at least if I'm holding on to him and anyone jumps on me, I'm just going to pull him in front of me. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, I've got, I've got a shield. And he, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on in my head? Like, and uh, so he's, he sat me down and goes, wait here, I'll be right back. I went, no, 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 no. I went, you wait here. I said, you stay here with me. Then I know there's someone else in the room, right? During this, <laughs> you're blindfolded this, this whole time. I'm bl- right. still blindfolded, pitch black. In the time it took me to say that sentence, he's gone, right? He's left anyway. And the time I finished the sentence, I also stopped speaking and went, I'm not in here on my own. <laughs> I could sense someone else was in the room. Oh, no. And bear in mind, I'm sat down now in a room <laughs> I have no idea how big it is because I've not seen it. I'm still blindfolded yeah. and it's pitch black. And I know there's someone else in the room. I, I can. My whole being was like, I, I am going to f- stand up and swing my arms and legs in a second. <laughs> so I thought, no, 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 calm down, Rob. Breathe. It's fine. It's not real, right? So the first time my brain has kicked back in and gone, it's not real, right? Yeah. yeah. But I'm still sat there, like I am now, with the microphone in hand, yeah. doing this with my arm, waving it around like this, like a lunatic. <laughs> yeah. Now, as you can see, Jed, yeah. and you'll attest to anyone listening, I am waving my arm from about what? That's two o'clock yeah, in front yeah, of me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To about... Six, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. On, a, on a good swing, I can a good get the circumference. Six. However, as you've noticed, there is a nice blind spot that I can't reach <laughs> because you have a mic in your hand. Because I've got right. a mic in my hand. Ah. Where do you think the person in the room decided to re- <laughs> re-situate no. themselves? Right behind me to my right hand side and just leant over my shoulder. And I didn't know because you thought you'd I'm too busy. Area. I'm yeah. too busy waving my arm around and talking out loud, going, "If you come anywhere near me, I'm going to karate chop you in the hip." Yeah, right. I'm doing all this. I'm. By this point, what I've done is I've given them cover to sneak around the back of me, yeah, yeah, and they just yeah. let over and went, Hello, <laughs> right in my ear. And I freaked the F out and I swore, and I was like, I nearly fell off the stool. <laughs> um, anyway, it continued oh. on from there. We stayed blindfolded for a little bit longer, then we were taken to this other, other room where we were de blindfolded. Um, and there was two girls that came in together, two friends, and joined me. And okay. it was it, so it's that kind of uh. Haunted attraction then. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. then we got re-blindfolded towards the end right. in a hospital gown and, and the blindfold right. and led out in a hurry, right? Because okay. Igor comes back after Big John the Butcher's cleared off to go and catch one of the escaped, you know, prisoners. Yeah. So he's leading us through the dark corridors again, blindfolded. So we're just running and bumping into doors and frames and whatnot. Got these two girls behind me. They're holding onto my shoulder and, and each other's shoulder. Single file. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, Igor shuffles, as I called him, He's, he leads me to this corner of this room and just goes, wait here, don't make a sound. And he goes, he's, he's like in that one quick move. And I realise I'm stood face in a corner, hard oh, walls. No. So I'm like, turn around, turn myself around, back myself into the corner. Yeah, uh, yeah. One of the two girls. They're, they're cacking themselves yeah, like I am. They're, they're just like fodder for the e- monsters. Equally, we're all, we're all 
cacking ourselves. But it's this. fine. They're your shields because you're in the corner. Oh, wait. I'm throwing them in front. No problem. <laughs> Don't give her monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After about a minute of being left in this room, yeah. again, silence. Yeah. All we can hear in the, in the far distance is Big John the Butcher smashing stuff up, <laughs> throwing things around. And I'm like, do you know where we are? And I'm like, no, no idea. No idea. So I was like, if I take my blindfold off, I can see what room we're in, how big the room is, what we need to be aware of. Mm. And they were like, yeah, but don't take your blindfold off. I was like, yeah, but they, they didn't say take. I was like, listen, I'm going to take my blindfold off. And I went, no, don't take your blindfold off, Rob. There'll be someone stood in front of you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I took the blindfold off. It was fine. There wasn't anyone there. Okay. But uh, th- then there's a, a few <laughs> more things happen after that. And then just as we're about to panic ourselves into another hole, the host appears and goes, all right, guys. Just walks <laughs> in and just goes, everything okay? And I was like, no, it's not okay. I feel like I need to lay down. Not in a dark room either. Um, it was a brilliant. It was a brilliant experience. Um, and if you're into that kind of thing, I I can't recommend it enough. Yeah, and I'll amazing. talk more about it on my show on Wednesday. And you'll be able to hear some of the audio I recorded wow. on my radio show on Wednesday. Edited for radio, of course. Yeah, there's going to be a few bleeps in there beep, for sure. Um, but I. So what, not only have I done that this week yeah. against my will, as it were, but I have watched the show that you suggested for this Halloween special of the pilot. I'm surprised you managed to do it. Um, and that show that we're just about to talk about now is... Do we have to? Well, it <laughs> is considered by Forbes magazine recently uh, the probably the best uh, Netflix original show they've ever made um, in terms of quality and audience reaction. It is The Haunting of Hill House. Uh, but just a little bit of background before big fan. We, big fan. before we get into what it's about. Um, so the Horn of Hill House is based on uh, an old school uh, book, a very famous uh, book that um, has kind of been adapted a few times now. Um, oh, so this isn't the first time. This isn't the first seen adaptation a version yeah. of this. There's been film versions. I believe there was a TV version previous to this, uh, but this time around, it's uh, Netflix put their uh, awe into the. See, is that an expression? Yeah, it is now. I think so, yeah. They put it their all into the sea. And uh, they got the very, very, very good director, Mike Flanagan, to do this. Now, what Mike Flanagan's done... I was about to say, I, I recognise the name. Yeah. So, um, he started off with a little horror film called Absentia back in 2011, which I bloody loved. Um, but, you know, you see, you see these little horror films and they never really kind of go anywhere. And that film didn't really do much, but I just really loved it. So, I followed his career ever since. Straight after that, he did Oculus, uh, that film about the magic mirror type thing uh, with Karen Gillan. They did a couple of Netflix ones, Hush, Before I Wake. And then he did the sequel to Ouija, which is Ouija origin of evil which is amazing by the way and then he did the stephen king uh adaptation on netflix last year gerald's game which was bloody brilliant so this guy's got pedigree he knows his genre stuff and he uh, threw his oar into the sea for uh, <laughs> for the it, haunting of hill it's house it's the new metaphor to show yeah um and uh, the haunting of hill house is about a family the cranes who are essentially a bit what's the word they're a bit afflicted, and I think that's a, a really good word to describe this family. They're afflicted. I'd go with that. Yeah. We see them as children back in the days, a couple of decades Three back. Three of them. Um, four of them. 
five of five? them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll be honest with you. I was, I was losing track of it was the hard who's to, who. Yeah. Do you know what? The first few episodes, I was like, whose kids? What? Right. what? Whose brothers with who? Yeah. But for someone who really struggled to watch this, yeah. for obvious reason, I'm hoping at this point, yeah. it was quite difficult to keep track on how many of them there were. Yeah. I agree. There was. Um, but then we also see them as adults as well and them dealing with the, the pains and the suffering. Uh, yeah. I got that kids. eventually. Yeah. That did take a little bit of time before my brain was yeah. like, oh, okay. Two time periods. Yeah. 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 It, it wasn't massively clear yeah. to start with that was happening. But it does It does eventually yeah. become quite obvious. See, this is the thing with the Netflix shows. When they put them all out at the same time, they expect you to binge to kind watch of binge watch it. So um, they can maybe Dear taste Netflix, themselves. I will not be watching any more of The Haunting of Hill House. Well, you'd be one of the few people because everybody's watching I this. I don't care. Including... When, you, when they generate their graph at the end yeah. of the year and they say 99.9% of people who watched The Haunting of Hill House watched it all, there seems yeah. to be about eight people who didn't watch beyond episode one. I'm one of them. Yeah, that is, that is Rob. Um, but um, what what... Mike Flanagan manages to do in this particular show is he manages to make horror cross the boundaries of uh, of what people find acceptable TV to watch because I can't think of too many other horror shows besides maybe American Horror Story that is universal. People who like horror watch it, people who don't like horror watch it. And you universally, people have loved this. Yeah, people have found it very scary and like, nope, I'm not going to watch this again. I'm, I can't handle it, as as, as you did. <laughs> but... There's something about it that's it feels really prestige. It feels like even in the opening credits that we just yeah. heard and watched, it feels like a prestige TV show, like Daredevil, like uh, Westworld. Westworld. Um, and actually, those those title credits very much feel of that scale. Yeah, uh, you know, they feel superhero esque. They feel otherworldly. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the two. You know, that sort of to give you some sort of grandeur, some sort of size to compare it to. That's how big the show feels. Yes, it's, it does. It's not just about a big house and a big family, mm-hmm. as we've already found out. It's it's supposed to be that big. Yeah. It's it's almost it's almost big screen. It's almost it feels movie. Cinematic. It's yes, so yeah. cinematic, and like the casting is is absolutely amazing. I just what, what before I come into the cast, just about the director again, uh, Mike Flanagan. He was born somewhere that plays into the show that you're bringing into into this. Okay, he was born in Salem, Massachusetts. Oh, home of witches. <laughs> so very 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 interesting that he got into to the, the the kind of horror game. Possibly no surprise that he got into it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so what we have here is um, uh, a group of five siblings, yep. and you have a couple of parents. Um, the, the casting in this is absolutely brilliant. They um, and the casting was perfect. And I'll tell you, I'll, there's a little. Well, Easter egg, which I'll tell you okay. about in, in a bit. Um, so you've got Stephen Crane, played by uh, Michael Hoosman. You've got Olivia Crane, played by Carla Guigino. Um, you've got uh, Hugh Crane, played by well Henry Thomas in the younger years, who was the kid in E.T., by the way. Did you know that? The, the dad in the in the guy who played the dad in the in the past. Yeah. He was the kid from E.T. No. Elliot. Really? Yep, yep, he was. And the older uh, version of him played by Timothy Hutton. Um, you've got Elizabeth Reiser as uh, Shirley Crane and Lulu Wilson as young Shirley. And then you've got Luke Crane, who's played by Oliver Jackson. And you've got Who's... Kate Siegel, who uh, plays uh, Theodora Crane. Um, In, as yes, a, as, a, as, a, as a grown up. Yeah. And uh, all the. Oh, actually, there's another one. There's Victoria Pedretti as uh, Eleanor Crane as well. 
So all of these, all of these kids, they went through trauma uh, when they were little. They seemed to be in a house that was full of secrets. Yeah. Not only that, it seemed to be chock a block full of ghosts. Yeah. And uh, every now certain, and then, certain properties lend themselves to being of that. Yeah. Vibe of mm-hmm. that atmos. Yeah. You know, big sort of gothic-looking houses in the middle yeah. of the woods. If you're going to buy a gothic house in the middle of the woods, expect some ghosts. Yeah. I mean, you'll never find me buying a house in the middle of the woods. Not happening. What if I buy I'd one? Cut... come and visit? No. If, okay, let's say... Skype. Uh, okay, let's say <laughs> I'm getting married to whatever Victoria's Secret model is Obviously. around at the time. Yep. And I'm like, oh, by the way, the uh, the reception is at my uh, haunted house in the woods. Yep. Good luck. <laughs> well done. Happy like, years. I've got a shuttle yep. bus here. Nope. Nope. You're Shut- fine. Shuttle bus... Straight from the graveyard where yeah. I have got married, yeah, to the to the haunted house in the middle of the woods. No, like first things first, I wouldn't even go to a, right a haunted house in the woods already off limits. Yeah, right, the right. fact that you own it, yeah, and you're well, I know the way your mind works. <laughs> no, because you just set the whole thing up to be a prank for me. But all the guests are staying at the house. I don't care. All the guests, all the guests are staying there. Nope. Got no. your room in the attic, mate. No happening. Room in the attic. Why would I go in the attic? For some reason, the, the lock doesn't work on it. Though. Oh, is it not? <laughs> no, oh, <okay. laughs> the lock doesn't work, mate. It's never worked since someone since that incident. It ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so like these kids, um, we not only see trauma happen to them, or we get the brief snippets of the trauma because it doesn't explain. Because it's the first episode, we, we see little snippets. For instance, we see the smallest of the kids. See a lady. Yeah, she's, she's obviously having a nightmare. She's obviously seen something in her room and yeah. she freaks out because an older brother comes in. I love stuff like this where no and, one believes and, a little kid. And I, yeah, and I knew the full well. In my room. And I feel fully well knew that as soon as this scene was coming to a close, like the kid had come in to comfort her, you know, his little sister. And then dad had obviously heard as well. So he'd come in after that. Yeah. Um, and they've comforted her and they've, you know, tucked her back into bed and then they've, they've all gone back to their own respective bedrooms. Mm-hmm. And then the camera is just by her bedside, looking at her, laying on her side. You know what's coming. I'm like, I'm, st- I'm just, just show me. I'm just like, please don't jump out. I mean, be a slow emerging image, maybe that's fine. That's what you got. Exactly. Yeah. I could deal with that. Yeah, yeah that yeah. I can deal with. But I, a jump out would have been. Just, I'd have. Cack- and bear in mind, I said mm. I'd explain this. I watched this or tried to watch this for the first time on the bike in the gym. <laughs> Now, I've said about doing this before because I always think that if I can concentrate on a show whilst on a bike in the gym yeah. and blank out the rest of the room, it's got my attention. Yeah. But I thought I'd do it this time around just so I didn't scream out loud because yeah. I'm a big wimp. Um, anyway, so I got I did see this. This is fine. I carried on watching. I got 20 minutes in mm-hmm. to the scene where the girl was on the sofa. So she's had this nightmare. This, this face has appeared from behind her. Yeah. You know that there definitely is something in this room, in this house. Yeah. The carries on. The story continues. Uh, the following night... Uh, mum sleeps with little girl downstairs on mm-hmm. the sofa because she's scared of sleeping in her bed. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Um, she falls asleep, mm-hmm. and it's you know your typical big old sort of gothic-looking sort of house with a fireplace and great big glass door window things. And she's asleep. Mum gets up, checks she's at she's asleep. Yep, gives her a kiss on the forehead and leaves her. And thinking, don't leave her. Don't, don't I leave like, her. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Get back to her. Because you know what's going to happen. Have you not seen this camera angle, Mum? I was like, seriously, what are you doing? Get back in there. And and this is where actually I, I go. I sort of confirm what you're saying about the cast. The casting is clearly absolutely ace because the little Spong. girl 
Oh my I god, mean, that the little girl's fear perfect. Yeah. In her eyes yeah. when she opens her eyes. Because yeah. obviously she detects that mum's left the room. Yeah. And like me, she knew something else was in the room. So she has opened her eyes and gone from bleary, sort of sleepy eyed sort of look to a total stone cold freeze fear. Yeah. Right at the camera, because the camera's above her at this point. And then the camera, without breaking, pans round to the side. Mm-hmm. And then all you see is this figure floating in the air with her hair hanging down over her. Yeah, just like a, a, a lady, almost like the ring style, like in a kind yeah. of a long kind yeah. of white dress, but with the hair um, covering the that's face. That's when I pressed stop first yeah. time round, and I left that there. <laughs> yeah. I did watch on to the end. Yeah. So that confirm. lady is called the Bent Neck Lady. What? She's called the Bent Neck Lady. This is what you mentioned to me last yeah. week, wasn't it? So I don't want to know. Don't tell no, me. I'm not going to tell you, but it's actually a very, very, very tragic story. And this is what makes this show elevated above any horror thing you've seen before. It's better than most horror films that if you can have sympathy for the monsters <clears throat> in this house, and you do, if you watch this whole series, you're rooting, you're rooting for these monsters. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I'm going to refer to you at this point to my notebook. Which oh by the way just to address we've got for an whole an entire notebook on the pilot podcast nice, nice. we're on to a brand new brand new one which I started last week I'm going to refer you to the only note I made about this show <laughs> what does it say well the title says the haunting yeah Stephen sees a ghost which is the name yeah and then underneath that your only note is nope <laughs> I'm going to refer to you that to that point every time you say something about this show from here on forth <laughs> nope. Nope, nope. Not having sympathy for a floating dead face and just bent neck woman, whatever his face. I, I don't care. I guarantee you will, mate. Oh, I don't care. If you watch, if you watch it, on, uh, one look, day you might as well just let's just get this over and done with. I'm not watching on. So at my way, at my wedding at my wedding reception, I'm not watching when you, on. When you go to find the to- when you go to find Jed, was a toilet? You know, in the attic. Yeah, that through that door. So yeah. that door wasn't there before. You know, through that door. Go through that door. <laughs> And like you can't get back it out again. Happening. It ain't happening, mate. And a screen falls down. It ain't happening. And that comes on. It ain't happening. Episode five. Never happening. Episode five will just appear. Not happening. <laughs> I ain't coming. Simple as that. I'm already rejecting the invite before you've you, handed it out. You can't. My wife will so, be so upset. <laughs> she won't. She'll understand because you're warped. <laughs> so the, the, the kind of story from here goes that you jump forward in time to see the kids grown up. Yeah. And clearly some of them have moved on. Some of them haven't moved on at all. And they're yeah. still very much scarred from what happens at the beginning yeah. when they all have to basically leg it out of the house. Yeah. Well, the clever thing here is that one of the kids grows up to become an author. Stephen Crane becomes an author and he writes a book called The Haunting of Hill House yep. about the, his experiences. And he says it's a real life experience of when growing up in the house and it becomes a bestseller because it's full of ghosts and stuff. And the rest of the family are like... Like what are you doing? Like yeah. this is this is isn't exactly what happened. You you didn't see a lot of this. It was us who saw it. Yeah, because apparently as a kid he didn't see anything. No, which is I guess why the episode is called Stephen sees a ghost because even as a grown up he still has never actually seen one. But he writes about everyone else's experiences yeah. sort of second hand. Yeah, I tell you what, he definitely does in the end. Oh, don't he just? <laughs> and I'll be honest with you, I didn't see that coming until the phone went. God. I know we're jumping right to the end of the yeah. episode here, and it's not. It's not. Mate, I don't I want to spoil it. I didn't see it coming either. And usually, I'm really good with things like that. Right now, I'm, I th- didn't this see it makes, coming. This makes me quite happy that yeah. you didn't see it because I thought, ah, oh, okay, because there was a bit, there was, was a bit to and fro conversations, phone conversations between Stephen, um, one or two of his sisters, yeah. and his dad, mm-hmm. 
Um, and one of the siblings really hasn't dealt with anything that happened in the childhood very well, and is really unstable, um, and you know he's constantly in need of sort of attention and and looking after. Or so you think. Or so you this think. This is what the pilot episode makes you think. Yeah, until the very last minute, mm-hmm. and then it just messes you up. Yeah, in the pants. <laughs> um, it's yeah. I I didn't say it coming. I was like. The thing is, you'll know now that something's... If you've not watched it yet, you'll know that something's coming, but you won't know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I I didn't predict it. I think we should leave it, because in case anyone hasn't watched it... And and I... Look, I don't like watching stuff like this, Mm -hmm. but I... Again, this year, like last year, we did American Horror Story. I've sat myself through it, so I could be fair to it and judge it. And would I watch on, like, pilot commandment number one? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if, if, if I was into this... Yeah. Yes. Because... There is one big question unanswered right at the end of the episode, plus several others. Um, enough information to tie you in emotionally to some of the characters, mm-hmm. which is something else we talk about. Yep. Um, clearly a different journey we're about to go on with Stephen that we weren't anticipating until the very end of the episode. Yep, yep. Um, so yeah, if I was into it, if I could I could sit through another episode, yeah. I would watch on. Will I? No. <laughs> I refer to my notebook. Nope. Um, well, I I, I think. Um, how I, much did you enjoy? Because I think I know, enjoyed of all, it. Of people that listen to this, yeah. you and I have got two. You know, quite similar tastes in stuff, and other times we haven't. Yeah, yeah. And you are very much the authority on this genre. Yeah, I think this is the best horror TV show ever. There's not been that much to choose from. I think it's probably the best thing on Netflix. Almost by far, they 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 picked a director who is just coming into the peak of his powers. He is he's, Stephen King uh, a couple of days ago said Mike Flanagan is is like absolute gen, genius, um, and he thinks that uh, Haunted Hill House is absolute genius too. Stephen King, I know he puts his name on a lot of things, but you're not just going to throw your comments around like that. Yeah, it's not you gonna, you're not going to throw your awe into this sea with, no. with a comment like that unless you believed it. But the um, the, the, the thing that I <laughs> admire most is this almost came out of nowhere. There was there was no real fanfare. It was just no. like, boom, it's on Netflix. And then everyone, word of mouth almost, was like, holy guacamole, you've got to watch this. Yeah. And I would say the first few episodes, one, two, three, are... Great, oh great! And I was should like, we, if it stands, stays at this level, it's going to be brilliant. But episodes four well, and five, can I, can I, can I float back to a conversation we had oh, on yeah? text only okay. the other day? Right. What um, did say? So I said, I just texted you saying about you know meeting up to record this episode. Yeah. And I said, what's wrong with you? The haunting of Hill House is terrifying. <laughs> I won't sleep for a week. Right. <laughs> at which point you went, it's so good, and I went, nope. Just nope, didn't want to sleep tonight anyway. He went, you're lucky you didn't watch episodes four and five. Yeah. I went, not a chance. I'd rather cancel the podcast forever. <laughs> and you said, you didn't even see 1% of the scary stuff. At which point I replied, don't care, sore enough, I'm a wimp, happy to admit it. <laughs> the ghosts like wimps was Jed's reply. <laughs> now this is a half seven on <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday night, whatever it was. I replied back with a swear word. Um, and I went, I need you like a hole in my lung. You went, ha ha. And then you left it. Three and a half hours yep, yep. until I was fast asleep. Yep. <laughs> not knowing this, but half eleven that night, you sent me a gif of a corridor with the lights going out and a figure appearing closer to the camera. <laughs> not funny. Oh. I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, this is what I mean. Like, so I, I specifically said episodes four and five because that's when I realised that this was the best ever because 
you realised... I, I watch so much horror, and to be honest, 99% of horror is absolute dog shit. I'll, I'll put, on record, I'm saying that. It's just crap. Like, you have to be really careful, because... People just make horror because they think it's a quick buck. You can make it for cheap. Sometimes it makes a lot of money. So people are just churning them out like <laughs> flipping oars in the sea. But like, like this is not even in the 1%. This is in the 0.001% of just someone who gets horror. And I've just never seen it before in a TV show. Like someone who knows all of the beats, can hit them exactly. Mm. And it's like they've grabbed a childhood nightmare out of everyone's head and put it on screen. Yeah, But... If you haven't seen episodes four and five yet... Brace yourself. Yeah, episodes four has a particular ghost in it, which is blew my mind. Episode five is all about the bent neck lady. Okay. And uh, All right, let's quickly rattle through the commandments, and I think yeah. it only really matters what you think on these. So, uh, well, you've already obviously already watched episode two, so yeah. that's a yes. Does it have a memorable theme tune? Not memorable, but it definitely oh, sets the tone. Yeah, it's just a tone setting. I mean, I can't, couldn't hum it right now. No. Uh, does it introduce you to a new character slash journey? Loads, yeah. Yep, lots. Uh, would you pause for a pee? Yeah. Definitely not. Wouldn't even leave a room. Uh, <laughs> do you feel emotionally connected? Yes, I do. <sighs> even with the monsters. I'm emotionally connected with myself. Yeah. Uh, would you recommend it? 100%. And I <clears> have <throat> a lot. <laughs> is there a mic drop right at yeah, the end? Yeah, there is. Big mic drop. Uh, does it defy expectations? Yes. I did not expect it to be anything like this. Has it aged well? Do you think it'll age well? Yeah, this this feels like a real classic horror. And I think... That people will try to be replicating and beating... 100%. ...for years to come. And this this is basically now the standard that people should look to. This when, is now the new bar. Yeah, this, this is exactly... This is the bar. If you can't beat this, then don't even bother. Well, if you can't even match it, then don't yeah, bother. It'd be hard to match. It's just so good. Yeah. I hasten to think how much money was thrown at it. And, oh, yeah. Uh, it's the hype reel. But... The, like you said, there wasn't really yeah, a hype. Better so than it, the hype. So because of that, it it just exceeded everyone's expectations. Yeah, the word of mouth alone is just. It's. it's I think it's Netflix's most successful ever TV show. It's. That's. I think that's what's they're, what they're saying. I mean, if it's supposed to scare you, it did that so very well. Yeah. And, and Halloween's coming up. Well, you listen to this on Halloween. Yeah. Watch this if you haven't already. If you want to scare, watch this. I mean, if you if you're really in the market for something special, something different for Halloween night. Um, I mean, yeah, I can't, I can't think of another thing to recommend over this. This yeah. will scare the absolute life out of you. Yeah. If you don't like sleep, brilliant. <laughs> Love it. This is the one Go for, you. for it. Fill your boots. <laughs> all of them are available. Is it, how many episodes are there? Ten? Ten episodes, yeah. You watched them all? I have, yeah. I blitzed it over like two days or something. She's something like, wrong with so you. Good. something definitely wrong with you, mate, I'll tell you. <laughs> uh, we shall score it then at the end of uh, this podcast. Yeah. And, but on to something else. And this is probably where I should address the fact that last week... I had put forward a show, uh, which I have watched. Release um, the hounds! Oh! However, <laughs> we're not doing that this week because <sighs> we couldn't actually find the first episode of we it both anywhere. We tried our best. It's nowhere. You can find episode two and three. Yeah. Can you find one? Nope. nope. It was an ITV2 a while back. Yeah. Um, and I, I thought every maybe it was on ITV Hub or something like this that. This is the first time we've not been able to find a show. Yeah. I looked everywhere. We even found the only 11 minutes of original content of the Avengers. Yeah. But we couldn't find some ITV2 show from five years ago. Yeah. I'm not sure if that says a lot about the show. I think it does. I, think it does. I, I really enjoyed it, though. <laughs> okay. I, as, as I, just to quickly review it, sort of here now, for me, it was a really great sort of reality type show okay. that actually got you to see celebrities and I'm lots of air quotes here becoming human beings and dealing with core soul level fear right. and whether or not they would deal with it mm-hmm. 
It was also about raising money for charity as well, which was quite nice as well to you know get these people to do this sort of thing. But some of them were fantastic, and I genuinely think so much more of certain people yeah. that float around the television circuit because they went on this show and genuinely put their absolute core fear at you know on the screen, yeah, and you yeah. can see it like like the girl in the Haunting of the Hill House. Mm-hmm. You see these things for real in real people, and it's yeah. like okay, yep, yeah, I wouldn't do that, mate. Not a chance. Never happening. Um, well done. Kudos for doing it. So I'm really kind of a bit gutted that we didn't get to do that. So okay. in place of that this mm-hmm. week, we've gone for the brand new show, which has landed on Netflix I'm this happy week. We did this. Yeah, very much so. Um, it's the chilling adventures of Sabrina. Spooky. <laughs> Love this theme tune. Yeah, it's perfect. Great. It's really quite different uh, visually. The title sequence. Mm. You're straight in with it. Yeah. Uh, a Warner Brothers Netflix uh, original. Quite a uh, comic. Mm. Uh, because this was based. Uh, the Children's Adventures of Sabrina was based on the Archie comics. Uh, Children's Adventures of Sabrina that came out recently. Okay, so this um, is what I was going to ask you because yeah. for for those who were thinking themselves, we were about to do Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the '90s show. We should at some point. We should at some point do yeah. that for sure. Which we obviously um, will, but uh, not today. No. Um, so yeah, I was going to ask you mm-hmm. whether or not this was loosely based on some graphic novel, comic yeah. sort of story because I assume that Sabrina the Teenage Witch, mm-hmm. the '90s one, yeah. is also based on something written. Yeah. So basically, uh, Archie Comics, which has been around since about the 60s, about the Riverdale guys, uh, yep. Archie and Betty and all those, Veronica, um, there's been multiple spin-offs from them. One of them, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, she was she was in the, in the next town along in, in uh, Greendale. You've also got Josie and the Pussycats, who went to uh, oh, yeah, Archie's yeah. school. And like uh, from about the 60s to the 90s, very, very kind of vanilla stories, just about like love and love letters and pen pals and very going to the diner. Pop. Yeah, and like the most you'd ever get is like a little bit of bullying in school, and then they would trounce the bully somehow. Um, but then about I don't know five six years ago, Archie Comics decided to do something a little bit different. They started be making kind of adult scary versions of all their comics so you've got Archie I think it's called Archie Undead where basically the town of Riverdale yeah. were overtaken by zombies and Archie and his mates had to like defeat isn't the zombies Riverdale's a show though isn't it? Riverdale's a show yeah and is Archie that, yeah okay but they, they they didn't do the scary route yet I'm really hoping they do a scary version well I think you know just initial reaction to watching this first episode yeah this is really good and yeah. I I will think I can commit now to saying I will watch on for sure I hope you do and, and the, one and of the I, reasons why and I hope that because of that and the success of this show that yeah. they do remake yeah. the others in because I I love this that. was a different angle to you know again referring back to the nineties one it, you know it's it's kind of on the same lines and then it jumps off and goes down a different track. Ooh, it's dark because in the, yeah, in the comics, the Children's Adventures of Sabrina. Again, I heard I really like the Archie comics. It's so dark. The, the comics are so, so, so dark. A lot of killing. And I was like, are they going to actually do this on Netflix? Yeah. And mate, yeah. Like they are. Some of the stuff, like, I, I guess we could... Uh, do you want to, like, just, just describe what's, yeah, what's well, about? Yeah, well, so, uh, I mean, first things first, it was 
um, self-narrated at the start. There seems to be like a, almost a kind of a diary entry sort of style intro from yeah. Sabrina herself. In like a third person type thing. Yeah, she's sort of you know, referring to the fact that she lives where she lives and that she's um, a half witch, mm-hmm. half mortal. And it sort of pans in eventually uh, in a cinema with her and a boyfriend watching a horror. Love and, it, love it, love it. And this is me, you know? Yep. And, it's, and it's quite nice. It's like, okay, good. Within a minute or two... You've got an idea that it's based on the comic, because you've got the, the title sequence. You've got this sort of introductory uh, narration. Yep. You've got, here's Sabrina, yep. boyfriend, fair enough, I'm in, and bang, you're in the story. And like, you're less than two minutes. Yeah, mate, like this, this entire... Really liked that, really liked it straight in. Entire setup of the start. You know I love cinemas in on, on the screen. I've yep. seen cinemas, horror films, narration. narration. But it, but it felt, love it. But it felt quite light. Yeah. Uh, it didn't feel for me as, you know, a non-horror fan, I'll repeat again, uh, it didn't feel like I was going to be terrified watching yeah. the whole thing, but I felt like I was going to see a different side to a story that was familiar to me. Yeah. This sort of teenage witch, you know, the sort of her transition from being a sort of young girl to a, you know, full grown adult witch. Yeah. Um, and that is essentially what the story is all about. It's about yeah. Sabrina, um, well, her rebaptism, is it a, uh, no, a, a black, dark, uh, dark baptism, dark baptism, dark yeah. baptism on, her, on her birthday, her 16th birthday, which happens to be Halloween <laughs> and happens to be a full blood moon. <laughs> yeah, coincidence, apparent, yeah. Yeah, so the full blood moon is every 66 years, and I'm not sure if that's an astrological fact. Probably. I think it's about right, yeah. isn't it? Um, how often the blood moon falls on Halloween is anyone's guess. Probably never. It, yeah, it's probably once in like three and a half thousand years or something yeah. stupid. Mm-hmm. Um so the whole thing is very much sort of like deliberate and you start off, I believe, on the Tuesday the 28th or it might be the Monday the 27th. It's a few days before. So you basically get like the four to five days before her dark baptism yeah. on the Friday the 31st of October. Yeah, so it's actually, actually almost in sync with this year yeah. in Venice. Can I just mention about when, when they're in the cinema, when everyone else is jumping at the scary bits. She's smiling. She's smiling. She's she's like in her absolute element. And, and I, I love things like this. You just, just know she's different from all the rest because yeah. she is not phased by scary stuff. Nope. And straight away, you know, okay, this girl is into the dark things, the yeah. dark side. Yeah. Yeah. But she's this lovely, sort of smiley-faced, blonde, 15-year-old girl in a high school. And yeah. she's got a boyfriend. All American. And, yeah, ev- everything typically American yeah. about, you know, the sort of scenery and, and everything. And she's played by Kernan Shipka, who was the daughter in Mad Men. Um, and she's done a couple of films okay. since then, but didn't expect her to be a, a lead. lead. Yeah, because, I mean, she wasn't ever the greatest actress in Mad Men. In fact, when... Her story well, I never up. watched on past the pilot, as we yeah. know, and you have. <laughs> I was always like, oh, when's it going to be not her scenes? Um, so I was like a little bit kind of cautious about this, but she, I think she, she, she did a really right good job. Yeah. She stepped right up. She's definitely stepped up here. So you get a bit of a scene where she's in the school hallway and she's been faced with uh, sort of situation where two of her friends, two of her girlfriends um, are chatting. One of them's been picked on by some of the school bullies, the football team. Um, jocks. Yeah, jocks. And anyway, so they so they, um, they seem to they find themselves in a conversation eventually with one of the teachers. And she is, and I cannot remember her name, her actress name, so apologies, but she is the lady in Green Wing who plays, she's the... Rece- she's the it's Michelle uh, Gomez. Yes, Michelle. Who was also Missy in Doctor Who. Really? Yeah. Oh, 
but she is what's her face in Green Wing. Yeah, yeah. Um, who's constantly sat at the desk and she's like HR in the, in and yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't not look at her and not You're laugh. Right. Similar, wasn't it? I mean, Similar, sir. I mean, she's a sort of deputy, sort of head teacher of this school, but yeah. she's also one of the teachers. Um, and uh, yeah, she's just Sabrina's got a look about her. She's got a look about teacher, her. Her mentor. Yeah, she's just got this sort of. I don't know what the right word is. Not haunting look about her, but she's definitely got a mischievous... Yeah. N- naughty? Is that right? Whatever floats yeah. your boat. I don't know if I chuck another roar in the sea, but... <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, she's just got a look about her that's sort of... Perfect for this role. I think that's the only oh, way yeah. I'll say about it. Again, is, the casting in this is, is brilliant. Yeah, it's really, really good. So, um, I wrote down, teacher is definitely a witch. <laughs> right? <laughs> Wait. Then it turns out she's not a witch. She's not a witch at all. <laughs> she goes home and uh, she finds herself. Oh no! She because she picks up. That's right. She's driving home mm-hmm. late at night, and this girl appears out of nowhere in the middle of the road. Yep. She swerves, handbrake turn style thing, panics, yep. gets out of the car. She's like, "What the hell happened there?" Get inside. Mm-hmm. Don't get out of the car. It's raining. Don't get it's the car. dark in a, in a wood either side of the road. Yep, you yep. just you think you've just driven past a girl. Mm-hmm. What's going on here? Don't get out of the car, you idiot. Keep driving. No, what you do is you drive a bit bit further up, keep an eye on, on the, the lonely girl that's covered in blood coming towards you. Call the police. Yep. Call the police. There's a, there's a girl covered in nothing blood coming towards ever me. Ha- nothing good has ever come of seeing someone coming out of a forest yep. in a solitary road at yep. night when it's raining covered in blood. Yeah. Never. I'm not saying don't help people covered in blood coming out of forests, but... Make sure you get from a distance. Up. From a distance, keep an eye on them to make sure they don't do anything funny. Call the police. Don't put them in the back of your car. Nope. Like she did. Nope. I refer you back to my previous page. Nope. <laughs> um, so she takes her back to her house. Um, so it helps her get cleaned up, and she phones. Or she's going to phone to get. Doctor See, that was that. weird because that makes you think that she was going to kill her or something. Well, yeah, because I'm, cause I'm like, thinking. Why don't you call the police now? She, she's a baddie. She's a witch. Yeah. You know, she's she's like a bad witch. Yeah. Nope. Turns out the little girl is. And she picks up a pair of scissors with her mind and... Telekinesis right in the neck. Right in the neck. <laughs> dead. I was like, yeah. oh, oh, maybe she's not a witch. Okay, she's dead. No, apparently she's not dead either because she's come back to life now. And she's well, now... I think the soul of the girl went into the ah, into Michelle Gomez. See, I didn't get that. Because I think the girl was possessed by yep. a witch or a devil or something, a demon. And that has been transferred now to Michelle Gomez because she has better access to... Uh, Sabrina, because she goes to Sabrina's oh, school. I think that was, that's, that's not a bad. Yeah, no, no, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes some sense. I just thought maybe this sort of creature demon thing was basically spreading out and yeah. trying to cover as much ground by possessing another body. Well, there's a similar in the comics. This kind of this basically happens in the comics as well. Yeah, and then it becomes that new witch demon thing. That goes after Sabrina the whole comic run. If all of this last two minutes has not convinced you to stop uh, <laughs> picking up weirdos from the forest, right? If I'm going to stop. I think if, I'm going to stop now. If Bad Moon Rising is playing on the radio, also, <laughs> do not stop in the middle of the road. Yeah. I mean, great yeah. choice of song. <laughs> yeah, Love a bit yeah, of Bad yeah. Moon Rising. Actually, the soundtrack to this episode is ace. Oh, I was thinking... So good. How much money do they spend on the soundtrack? So much. Even the like, five-second snippets yeah. of like big hit songs. There's like, some wow. great tunes from the yeah. 60s and the 70s and the Blondie, 80s. Blondie, there was Blondie in yep, there. Yep, there really is. It's some great songs. Anyway, I don't know whether she's alive, dead, possessed... She's a witch. I don't. At this point, Could I'm not sure. She got a haircut though, didn't she? But she's got some trendy hair going down. <laughs> yeah. And now she looks even more sinister. Does. Um. But can I tell you, slightly hot. Oh yeah. If you get like, possessed by the demon, a little, like just don't know what that is about. But 
Yeah. Yeah. She's demonic, Don't know where that came from. She's a demonic babe now. Oh, hello. Um, <laughs> so, so Sabrina is a half witch, half mortal. Mm-hmm. She knows this. Ooh, uh, we witches know don't this. like that. No. Humans don't like that either. Like her parents. Yeah. Because her dad was a warlock uh, and a high priest of the Church, the of, church of whatever it is, darkness. Yeah. yeah the Dark like Church that. or whatever they call it. Um, her mum, mortal. So... They've clearly already sort of broken the rules of witchhood. Yeah. Um, because he's married a mortal and therefore had a half witch, half mortal child. And she lives now with her aunt and her cousin. Her cousin, yeah. Yeah. It's her cousin. Ambrose. Is Ambrose English? Do you know what? I or was is the think- American doing an English accent? I couldn't work out. If I it- was thinking this whole time, why is everyone having English accents in her family besides besides Sabrina? Um, well, yeah. So he's meant to. He's meant to. I guess because he's he's like hundreds of years old, isn't he? Yeah, well, he's, he's lived with his aunts for seventy five years. Yeah. So if he turns sixteen and then had to live with them, it makes him at least ninety six. Yeah. Uh, ninety one. Sorry. Yeah. So. You- yeah, it's it's a very weird setup, and you've got the the two. But he looks about twenty. Like. He does, and he he's kind of the one because he's older. He gives her advice and tells her what to do. Always wearing out. a dressing gown. Yeah, because he can't leave the house. He's not allowed to. Yeah, he's, he's been cursed, cursed to stay, to in, the stay house. in the house. Um, but her, what do you think of her, her aunts? Well, right. So it's Lucy one of Davis. Them, yeah, who, in the office. Whose office? Whose boyfriend? I was. Yeah. I uh, was Met. on the panel with yesterday. There's Weird. the accident, accident or link of the podcast. Yeah. So she's all made up as to be sort of big, chunky, sort of overweight aunt, and her sister is a sort of more glamorous kind of. Hang on. What do you think? That has makeup. She de- that is definitely not a real face, mate. There is that is so prosthetic, is unreal. No, I don't think so. She's no, that is so prosthetic. Look at it again. Look at it again. <laughs> no, um, right. She hasn't put that much weight on, mate. Um, Seriously, <laughs> that is not real. Okay, okay, we'll, we'll leave it there. Is it? I think so. It's no, it's not. I think, so. I think it is. It just didn't look not well, anyway. Whatever. Let's move on. <laughs> Quickly move on. It, which is not important, is it? Either no, way, no. either way. So she's she's there, and her, her sister, the other aunt, is a sort of like more well-to-do, posh, sort of upper-classy, sort of witch uh, figure. Anyway, yeah. uh, they they sort of treat her pretty well, but they're very expectant of her to go through her dark baptism on her sixteenth birthday, which is on Halloween. Yeah. And um, at this point, I. Kept hearing the word familiar, which I was a bit like, what the heck are they going Did on about? Did you know what familiar was? Oh, I'd never heard it referred to as that. And then when it dawned uh, on me what they were talking about, I was like, oh, I know, I see what you're saying So I just now. take it for granted, all of these like, witchy terms. Well, yeah, because this is what you're into, yeah. isn't it? So, first things first, what would your familiar be? Good bloody question. Well, she had a few choices, and when they no, said... what would yours be? Yeah, yeah, I know. But when they gave her a few choices, when they said... Hedgehog. Hedgehog, I mean, and then an owl, I was like, an owl would be good. Owl would be good. But I think I would go for an eagle. You'd have a bird then. I'd have you'd, a bird. You'd have a bird. Perch on my shoulder, just flying ahead of me, seeing what's going on. Hang on. Could I have a blue whale? You could have a blue whale. I'm familiar. And it would just like get onto land and go, Ugh! Ugh! and just like struggle. What did you do? What would you do? <laughs> because it'd be struggling along. I can't fucking breathe, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> Help! <laughs> I'll be like, you are the worst familiar. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, but you chose me to be a whale on land, you idiots. I can't get through this bloody I'd door. have a fox. That's a good bloody choice. That's a good choice. That's a sensible choice. I'd have a fox. My whale would easily beat your fox. Well, not really on land, would it? Yeah. Your whale would be stuffed. And these backstreet familiar fights that will, will kick off. 
My familiar would just like land. Nah, mine knows where all the good hiding spaces are behind the bins. Okay. Um, no, just I wondered because uh, Sabrina ends up with a black cat. Yep. Uh, which kind of chooses her, and I from this I I get the impression that perhaps someone or something is looking out for her from afar, and sort of and putting the the familiar in her life now because she yeah. goes to the forest trying to do a spell to sort of attract a familiar or, or speak to the. I don't really, I can't, I can't really work out what she was trying to do or who she was trying to talk to specifically, but she was trying to so basically contact the academy yeah. that she's due to be going to in her new reboot. Do you birth. not know witch law, my friend? No, I'm, I'll be honest with you, mate. My, my witch law knowledge is lacking. She was basically putting like a message out there into the ether to make the familiar come to her. Instead of her choosing an ether, she wants to be a bit more progressive. Sends a message out there, let the one that uh, needs to find her find her. And I found it quite interesting that when it did come to her, it was a creepy, weird thing. Yeah, because first of all, it was like, Sabrina. It's like a 10-foot-tall, skinny sort of skeleton thing with tree-like finger hands. Yeah. And it appears behind her sort of dressing shield. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's like, whoop, oh, and I'm black cat now. Yeah. I'm like, okay. And obviously, for those who saw the 90s TV show um, with Melissa Joan Hart, uh-huh. that, to pull that name out of the air, um, Salem was like the friendly, kind of funny, butt-of-all-jokes. Yeah. Almost uh, like a posh narrator. voice as well. Yeah. And... He doesn't speak. When he's in cat form, he doesn't speak. But you just know that he's got your back. Yeah. That's what you need and, from a cat. And there's a bit towards the end where she goes to look for a, an apple from the oldest tree in this orchard where you get to see the cat come full circle and sort of... It's like a tree of knowledge thing, right? Because yeah. she needed some help. She basically wasn't sure whether or not to, she was supposed to go through with her dark baptism. So she went to this sort of tree of knowledge, I guess. And you have a, an apple off of this tree and it, it basically shows you yeah. the answer. Um, and... It gets real dark at that point. Well, yeah, what did it show? It showed Pre- some prior real to this, weird though, stuff. Prior to this, though, I was yeah. not expecting a chase through a maze. So good luck tonight, mate. That, oh, yeah. A chase through you a did, maze. You didn't think of that, did you? Well, first of all, she, she saw a scarecrow and was like, that scarecrow's going to come to bloody life. You don't put a scarecrow in a TV well, show. I thought his head was going to turn as she yeah. walked around. But and, oh, my God. It wasn't just like like kind of walking along with his arms no, out. possessed speed devil. It was the fastest flipping Minotaur-type flipping scarecrow I've ever seen. Just smashing into things. And, and it's kind of out of nowhere. Like, it's been fairly tame to this point, yeah, yeah. in fairness. And then all of a sudden, this thing is going some. And I'm like, Christ, you better move. Mm. Like, get your ass out of there, Sabrina. Because her now possessed demon teacher has a puppet of the scarecrow. She's like sort pu- of voodoo-y. Yeah, and is piloting it along to, to get Sabrina. Before she can get to the Tree of Knowledge. And when she bites and the Salem, apple... Well, Salem comes out, wipes yeah. out the Scarecrow, yeah. saves her, at which point she can go on to finish the maze and find the tree. Yeah, Salem's she, an absolute badass in this. I love Salem. Like, yeah, you know... like she, Salem's my guy. <laughs> Salem is my guy. <laughs> Haven't had a my guy for, for a while. Yeah. Salem, there you are. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so she, gets, she sees his vision and she gets the kind of answer, I guess, that she needs. But I'll be honest with you, I'm not entirely sure we get to see that. I mean, I think it's suggested... But I don't think we get to see it like black and white, you know, when they don't get a full answer whether or not she's convinced or not. She should see some weird. She, should, she, she sees some, some weird stuff. She's hanging from a tree. Yeah, and this devil sort of possessed beast thing. Oh, a devil! Yes, yeah, big demon was... comes out of a tree with a kind of like a, a animal bone head. Yeah, comes towards her. And she wakes up and she's like, "Well, like yeah." Then her boyfriend it's a, appears. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit, a bit gross that bit. Did you think a bit dark? Did you think proof. it was kind of weird that her boyfriend appeared out of nowhere? Like no, but now you've said it, I do. I was just like, see a big demon, and all of a sudden her boyfriend's next to her. I didn't. Now I do. Yeah, yeah. 
Interesting thought. Maybe. I can't remember from the comics if, if that's And so she, she sort of goes back home and she's obviously had this vision. She now knows the answer. Um, but in the meantime, her aunts are sort of trying to intervene and they've invited the, the high priest's right-hand man to the house mm-hmm. to try and convince her. This emissary on earth. Yeah, on, you know, sort of Eve or Eve Eve of her yeah. dark baptism of what the answer should be and why yeah. she should be... Yeah. Dark baptized or whatever they would call it. He and just wants to stick his oar into the sea and tell her what to. Excuse me. Oh, no, I thought that was a euphemism. Then it's just a, <laughs> still a metaphor. Still a metaphor. Um, the only other thing I mentioned was um, sorry, the, uh, to, totally distracted. Then was the uh, the use of the words "pray Satan" yeah. when they're sat at the table. I like that. I must start using that. Yeah. See Wait, what looks you get. Those th- those aren't like they're, they're meant to be. You know, like instead of going, "Oh, thank God for that." Well, just did you just, miss it? just go pray Satan. <laughs> You missed it. Like they, the whole You'll thing. Get more looks. The family run a a, um, a, a mortuary. A mortuary, and then for the ceremony of her dark baptism, you need you need blood from a human, or yeah. you need blood. So they're draining this this kid that's just come in of, of his blood, and then um, one of the who's aunts pers- who's potentially actually a witch. Which, yeah, and uh, one of the aunts says, "Oh, it's a shame they want open casket. I haven't had long pig for a while, and long pig is the other name for eating humans." Cannibal, it's quite dark, isn't it? It, cannibals... it? it does yeah. take a very dark turn. So uh, Sabrina's going to be eating humans if she if she gets start baptism. A little bit of garnish, yeah. you'd be right, wouldn't it? Yeah, and and the thing is, like, if once you become a witch on his sixteenth birthday, you have to forever keep away from humans, no emotional connection yeah. to humans, because you're going to eat them or do something to them in, in the future. So that's why she she previously told her boyfriend that she was going to break up with him. He did not take it well. No, he didn't. So, so she, she wants his, his memory. memory. Yeah. Wow. In men in black fashion. Not, yeah. with, not with a flashy talk to him. Um, I really enjoyed this. Uh, chapter too. one, October Country yeah. um, is the name of the episode. And yeah, I'm going to watch on. Simple I, as that. I really liked it. Going to watch on. Uh, download it to my phone and watch it in the gym. Should we go through the commandments? Uh, yep. Yeah, so episode two. Yep. Definitely. I've got uh, it on my phone right now. Memorable, well. memorable theme tune. Not yet, because I've only no, watched the first yeah. episode t- uh, earlier today. I liked it though. But I think in four or five episodes, yep. that will be in my head. Yeah. Um, does it introduce you to a new character, a journey? Yeah, because we've got the new journey of the baptism. Yeah. Uh, would you pause for a pee? Yeah, yeah I would. I would. Uh, feel emotionally connected? Yeah, I did. to Sabrina. Yeah. Mm, very also much so. Also to Salem. Also to the boyfriend, <laughs> who I think, who might still hang around beyond the baptism. But yeah. I don't know. We'll have to keep watching. We'll see, yeah. But Salem, for sure. Uh, would you recommend it? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Is there a mic drop? Mm, not really. No. I mean, the whole thing's kind of a surprise. Surprise, but... yeah. There's not a particular moment where it all goes, whoa, yeah, okay. No. Not certainly like The Haunting and Hill House. Uh, does it defy expectations? Absolutely yeah, does. 100%. Um, has it aged well? It's brand new. Yeah. But I think this could be a new direction for this sort of yeah. era of uh, show. I think it's and... better than Riverdale. And I really like Riverdale. We should do Riverdale okay, at some point. Okay, stick it on the list. Yep. Uh, and is the hype real? Well... There's not a lot of hype at the moment because it sort of landed without fanfare, like haunting, and it's yeah. really good. Yeah, no, it really, really is. I liked it a lot. So, score Ooh, time. Okay. We'll do yours first, The Haunting of Hill House. Yep. Um, I don't think you're going to really care what I think of it, but, um, you know, given that I, I, I'm not going to watch on because I'm a wimp, Yep. but I'm still going to give it a... I mean, it scared the absolute crap out of me, so it's got to have a nine. Oh, great. I mean, yeah. it's got to have a nine. It, it did everything it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And I would watch on if I was able to, but I'm just I such really a wimp. I'm you, such really a wuss. No, I'm such a wuss. I'm not going to do it. I think you and your girlfriend should just sit no, down. No, not going to happen. Okay. 
I'm. I mean, it's it's bloody brilliant. So um, you, you know, I'm going to give it a good score. I'm going to give it a nine point five. <laughs> Because I wondered if you were going to go all the way to the top then. It's, it's the best Netflix show we've done so far. 18 and a half? Yeah. Very healthy score. Very, very Right very near the top. Score. Not quite top, but yeah. it's going to be... That's fair enough. Probably there, second. There are, but the episodes in that, like, I would give a full on 10. Episode 5, the Ben Full Lady, on 10. 10, that's 10. Unfortunately, this is the pilot podcast yeah. and we're only doing the first episode. So, uh, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina then? Absolutely loved it as well. Yeah. Um... Very surprising how much I did like it, in fact. Um, I'm going to give it 8.5. Mm. Um, I thought it was really well made and just fresh. Just felt really fresh. Nothing like it on, on TV at the moment. No, very much so. I agree. 8.5 for me as well. Oh, perfect. Absolutely. I uh, loved it. Um, I wrote 8 down, but actually talking about it now with more, and especially with the boyfriend bit, that I'm yeah. like, oh, that's that half mark. Yeah. And the extra reason to keep watching, to ca- just in case. Because they, they, they wouldn't make him pop up like that if... No. Mm. yeah Yeah, good twist so 17 so all right you slightly edged out that one this week um 18.5 i'm winning i'm I'm winning overall right just by a bit i've stopped counting mate (laughs) Uh, so the haunting of hill house goes in a a very unique uh list of shows here sesame street lost the uk office breaking bad sopranos treasure hunt and now the haunting of Hill House. Do you know what? I forgot how much we love Treasure Hunt. It was oh, brilliant. Oh man, it was so good. It was brilliant. Throw back to that episode right now. Yeah. If you haven't caught up with uh, some previous episodes. Another thing, Sesame Street. Like we should do a Sesame Street podcast. We really we should. said that at the time, and we yeah. we should we, really we should, should do it. Uh, there's also some great company down at 17 as well. By the way, yeah, uh, Daredevil. Sherlock, Orange is the New Black, The Young Ones, The Simpsons, Blind Spot, Luther, Twilight Zone, The Prisoner, Hill Street Blues, Fraggle Rock, Animaniacs, oh, yeah. Jessica Jones, People yeah. Just Do Nothing, mm-hmm. Taskmaster, and Flash Forward. And now, The Adventures, uh, The Chilling Chill Adventures, adventures. Sorry, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. of Sabrina. Okay, so while you're updating that, let's next think what we're doing week. next week. Right, okay. Any thoughts? I've got quite a few I mean, thoughts, less scary the better really. in my yeah. book. <laughs> Okay. Well, let's have a think. I've got, I've got a few options here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go down the list of suggestions. And if you, by the got. way, at this point, it's probably worth just throwing out actually, if you want to suggest a show that you're watching that we haven't done, and you can check what shows we have done by heading over to postpoppodcasts.com forward slash the pilot mm. or iTunes or Spotify as well yeah. now. Uh, we're up on Spotify. Are we, no, are we there yet or not? In the process. Stand by. We'll be on Spotify <laughs> yeah. soon. Um, yeah. Pending approval. Yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> right. So I've got a list in front of me. and I've got a list of uh, listener suggestions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know exactly what I'm going to do. Go on in. It's the one that Emma wanted to do. And I haven't seen yet. So I'm looking forward to seeing the first episode. Um, end of the effing world. I'm being careful about what I say there. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm really... What's that about? I don't actually know. But everyone tells me that it's brilliant. So... End of the effing world, and um, really trying to get um, Emma to be in season two as well. So um. okay, end of the effing world. <laughs> I've done my best. So if she isn't, then then that's on her. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can only do so much, Jed. Um, okay, all right, that's so my end, choice. End of the effing world. Oh, blimey! So um, I know that is about a. It's like a teen kind of trials and tribulations, and you know that mm. kind of stuff. I don't know, mate. I'm kind of stumped as to what to go for. We've got I mean, so many. We've got so many to choose from. Maybe something to do with like teenagers. I know we've just done Sabrina, but is there anything else about? Well, it just it jumped right out the list at me. Yeah. How about we do it against Round the Twist? 
mate. Yes. I have no idea whether that's a good comparison or not, but it just feels like it's a good teenage schooly kind of. I'm so happy that you put round the twist. Round you the don't twist. even know. Round the twist. I can't even remember if I've ever seen the pilot of this. I've seen the pilot to this over Umpteen over times. a dozen times because I'm obsessed with it. I think it's Round the Twist is one of the shows that has the most most original writing and stories okay. in it. All right. Um, I'm End obsessed. of the effing world and Round the Twist yeah. next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's do what, it. What an episode that's going to be. <laughs> uh, so wait. if you want to suggest any shows for us, we do really appreciate the uh, suggestions on Twitter, which is probably the best place to find us. Jed? You can find me on Twitter at Jed Shepherd, which is J-E-D-S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D. And I'm on Twitter at the Jellyman. That's T H E Jellyman. Yeah. Uh, so let us know what you're thinking, uh, what you're watching, and if you've got any thoughts on the shows we've just reviewed, by all means, throw them this way as well. Thank you very much to all those that tweeted this week. By the way, very kind of you to yep. share last week's episode as well. So thank you for that. And we um, are. Yeah. Good luck with your maze later on, by the way. Thank you. Um, good in case, luck with in, your... In case you're not here next week and you die, <laughs> um, I'll carry it on in your memory. Please do, please do. And uh, don't worry, I've got a stand-in. My stand-in is called the Bent Neck Lady, and she'll be here in my place. Uh, this is the end of the podcast now forever. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> that just leaves me to say, see you later, alligator. In a while, crocodile. Bent Neck Lady. Such an ass. <laughs>